1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Drop your shoulders, take a breath, tune into how you feel because it's time to stretch. Hi, it's Sinead and this is Stretch Marks, sponsored by Vital Biotics, who've created a supplement range to support us throughout every stretch of family life. I want to start by saying hello and thank you. Thank you for all the support and shares and comments and listens, but thank you for giving Stretch Marks your most valuable and rare resource of all, your time. But you know, there is something really incredible happening here, something that I also saw happening in a room full of women a couple of weeks ago at BioBaby. Baby. It's connection, it's deep relief, it's friendship. And trust me, I need this as much as the next woman. I need these conversations, like today's one with Avian Garrahi. We talk about that day of your baby and the experience of women sharing some of their most vulnerable thoughts and the sigh of release that wrapped around the room. We talk about the stretch of three under three, the road back to finding yourself, the burden of comparison and the comfort. Spending creativity, business, and collaboration with Bio co founder Sharon Canellan, and a whole lot of coming back to trusting ourselves as women and mothers. Aveen, hey thank you so much. We had the most gorgeous morning at Bio Baby a couple of weeks ago thank you for the invitation but more importantly thank you for facilitating that space for all of those women to come together audience included it was just I don't know about you but I just felt so rejuvenated afterwards
2: yeah and you know it had been a while since we did one of those um the first was in person that was a few years ago in the early stages of Bio. Bio is in its fifth year now um Sorry, moving into its sixth year. We, we celebrated our, our five-year anniversary last August. So, yeah, we're, we're into our sixth year. But, yeah, we did a, a, an initial BO Baby event, and then the others were all virtual during lockdowns. Um, so we kind of, we, well, at the time, you know, we had to kind of reinvent the wheel, and we were trying to, um, to you know, to, to keep the ship afloat and, and tried everything, no more than most people, but lots of lives, lots of, like, we had baby massage, and we had... Um, uh we had we some of the guests that joined us actually down in kildare um and it was lovely and i could see the value in it but there's nothing like getting into a room with other women and with a shared experience and that sense of community that sense of sisterhood um and it was just it was yeah it had been a long time coming and um afterwards I was like why did we leave that so long because it, it it's necessary isn't it I mean that's why you're doing what you're doing Sinead and um and it's why that work is so important um and you have you know such a loyal following um because it's it, it's yeah I remember listening to some of your guests a while ago and, and talking about the beauty of podcasts and uh and why we need them and it is that that essentially that that moments of uh of aloneness, loneliness, I don't know, loneliness feels like a very strong word, but um, where you're on your own and you think you're mm. the only one here, and of course you're not. Um, am I it's- the only one feeling this? Am I the only one going through this? And of course you're not. Um, but yeah, so so uh, similar to the podcast, Be um, Bio Baby was with that sense of um, togetherness and and someone else going through what you're feeling or, or what you're struggling with. Um, we just didn't have enough time was the problem. We only gave ourselves an hour and a half or uh, two hours and it was just, yeah, it wasn't enough. It felt like it should be a full week's retreat. <laughs> Listen, I'm here to support that idea. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a getaway, wouldn't it be a glorious thing? But, Care- yeah.
0: Careful what you manifest. But, <laughs> it, um, but it's proof. To me, it's proof. And I I what I took from it was I have felt quite disconnected because, yes, I've been doing this work, but I do this work this behind a screen at home in my house you know i i I escape my family for a couple of hours and i just do this work and i put it out into the world and yeah i can see that the numbers are high or that it like places in a chart or that i get some feedback shares on
2: instagram but i don't feel it i don't feel what it's doing it feels like a bit of a vacuum doesn't it yeah I know, I know, and we really felt that as well with Bio when when we were doing a lot of that work online for two years essentially. I talk about our anniversary, but for two of those years we couldn't do what we loved to do, and that was, um, you know, to to get people together, and and you know, we existed primarily in a live event space, and then that ground to a halt, and yeah, we we really had to kind of re- reinvent, and yeah, it really, it, look, it was lovely to be able to share the messaging, but yeah, it, I mean, there's nothing like getting together and, and, and people should be together. People I mean, that's what it's all about and and that connection and shared experience. So yeah, I totally get that. And, and, um, yeah, so for, for, for you, um, when's the, when's the live show coming? We need one. (laughs) I don't
0: think it's quite at that scale just yet, but it was weird to have people like, uh, this sounds even weird for me to say, but it was really weird to have people come up and talk to me about the podcast and things that they'd listened to and I'm like of course they listened I've seen the numbers of course they've listened but thanking me because there might have been something two years ago that, that was talked about that had an impact on people and and that happened again in that room mm-hmm. things were spoken about that morning that will have lasting impact on the women that attended and heard and felt connected and went home. And what I loved about it was some have been there with their own mothers Mm. and being able to share and to open up the conversation with them around, I I felt that, or I'm feeling that, instead of maybe putting on the the facade of, motherhood is perfect. I I am doing this so naturally, so effortlessly. I've got it. I felt you could hear a pin drop because everybody was just so connected in this kind of swell of relief and release that these things were now finally being brought to them and they could do it in a space with others instead of just on their walks with earphones <laughs>
1: yeah. and
0: my and my
2: voice in their heads well, it's interesting when you mentioned the other generation and mm. yeah i thought that too and i what i what i was really thankful for and 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 it really got me thinking actually Having mom there and having other moms there, who yes have been through it, but it was a different time. And we spoke about that on the day um, that like, and, and I and I seldom get you know sympathy <laughs> for what, of a better word, um, from my dad. You know, he'd often say, "What, what about my own mother? She would, you know, she had thirteen, and you know, and and that was a number that you know is ingrained in my head. And poor Nana did have thirteen children, like you know, and, and yeah, of course." Um the, the mind boggles, but it was a different time and and I'm sure it came with its own stresses. But yeah, I mean, just to understand that um yeah each each generation brings its own set of challenges, unique, you know, in their own right. Um, and and just to have mom there and other moms, I suppose talking to one another, but also listening um, and, and sharing, and and hearing what I suppose our generation is probably um, juggling with. Or we talk about the village, you know, (laughs) and and i think the village was probably more more active um in in days of old i think for sure and and you know um laura w- w- was there on the day mind mommy coaching and she talked about how the screen is now part of her village when she needs it and she's not going to apologize for that and i thought it was really interesting um you know talking about screen time and the guilt we feel with screen time and whatever but if she has to cook her dinner um you know for her two kids and and you know and she needs a a breather for 15 minutes 20 minutes to do that and the screen goes on it's part of her village and and she needs it and I just thought that was really interesting you know I came to that same conclusion when I was starting when I was
0: going back to work after my first and it was the first the dawning day of creche was was coming and Mm. the intense guilt and grief that this phase that you assume will last forever was over, Mm. but also relief that I was getting access back for me and returning to a world that felt familiar, but I was really struggling with the, how am I going to do this? How am I going to, you know, start her in crash and and create that detachment? Mm. And it was through a conversation that I kind of liked that on the village. And I was like, oh, we just pay for the village now. Yeah, the crash was the village. Yeah. It's just that they were friends or neighbor, you know, n- not in the way that we have now friends or neighbors, but the village, they all cared. They all shared the care for the children. It's mm-hmm. just that we now live in a world where no, if I need somebody else to share that care with my children, I pay for it.
2: Yeah.
0: I pay for it to happen. And, and, it, and I definitely made, it was like, Oh Yeah. That's what we've always done it was never down to this one woman to shoulder it all all the time Mm -hmm. and to now have to earn enough to put a roof over our heads i know i know how do you share your load (laughs) because and i asked this it also came up on the morning right um alva spoke about quite a an irrelevant question that was taken to you of like, and do you have childcare? As though, no, you can magic this business into existence along with all of your other projects and interests and initiatives and partnerships. Like, do you feel like there is this assumption that women can do so much and there not be
2: help? Yeah, I suppose, um, rarely do you see someone share, their child at the crèche or their child with their um their nanny or their au pair or their childminder i don't see it i mean yeah, um and so it's it's this kind of hidden secret almost um and and why don't we and i've never done it and i i put my hand up and have I had childcare from, you know, from the early days? Yeah, absolutely I have. Um, I don't live beside my, my mom and my dad. Um, and I'm away from my family. So, um, and I would never want to burden, you know, family members either, you know, because you, you paddle your own canoe. Um, so, yes, I've had, I've had childcare. And I couldn't do what I do without it. Um, is there a guilt? Like in the early, like we talk about mom guilt like in the early days, absolutely, because, and actually you said something, we're going back to that day, but so much was said, so much resonated. Um, And I hope that this is not annoying for for people who weren't there. Um, But I just, because there were so many nuggets that like I I would love to share. But one of the things that you spoke about was that there was a part of your dad and a part of your mom that you always aspired to be like, or or there's a part of them in you. I feel the same way. My dad was a businessman and he was the hunter gatherer and he was, and my mom worked and she helped dad in business, but she was the nurturer. She was the the backbone. She was there all the time, uh, you know, for every, every pickup drop off collection. She was there. She was so present and I want to be a bit of both, you know, and and that's where that, um, that juggling act. And, and, and I, I don't think I could be, somebody who doesn't work i've always been that way you know i like i i thrive when i'm busy when i don't i get angsty i get i really get into myself i get quite down and that's why acting in the early days like it it didn't serve me i loved the doing of it but it was the in-between jobs and waiting for the phone to ring i just couldn't cope i actually couldn't cope because when you're defined by what you do and you're not doing that thing um, you know, I and that when I used to meet people and they said, "Well, what are you up to now?" I just wanted the ground to swallow me up. I when I wasn't working, and um, because it didn't sit well with me to be idle. I've always been that way. And um, have since having kids, you're never idle, of course. Like never. There's, like the list is is uh, to infinity and beyond. You know, and there's always stuff to do. But I, I think I need to be fulfilled, probably creatively more so than. Um, know am i entrepreneurial yes but it's driven by creativity i think you know and and that's what what i get excited i love projects um and i you know i'm kind of a bit like my dad in that sense you know I, i once one is done it's done it's ticked off and i fly to the next to the next flower and try and pollinate that you know and that that's the way that that my dad has always been i'm similar and i think yeah you know when i'm doing that i'm happy i'm fulfilled but that does not come without sacrifice and um do i drop the ball in other areas of my life all the time i'm useless at getting back to people i'm i struggle to kind of to to keep um friendships you know like uh, going not in that like I have some great friends who really understand and you know you pick up where you where you where you leave off but like you know in terms of maintaining those for meeting up and you know giving my friends the, the time that they really deserve I'm, I'm I'm I fall down in that department and I'll put my hand up and say that and you know I, it keeps me awake at night and I get upset about it but like sometimes things just have to have to give and um I'm really lucky in, in the sense that I have great support from amazing childcare. You know, we have an au pair here that I would be absolutely lost without at the moment. And, um, and, and great family support when when they can. When we get up to Dublin, mom is there. She's the first one to, to pick up the ball. Um, and same with John's family. They're always texting me saying, Aidan, do you need help with anything? And I'm so lucky to have them. I'm getting emotional because I would be lost without them. But um, yeah, it's a juggle. It's a juggle, Sinead. And I think you know, we probably need to admit that a little bit more. Um, and I'm the same. I go on and I'm like, how does Vogue do it? How is she lugging those kids from you know, from London to Hoth back to, you know, do a boot camp in Portugal or wherever she is at the moment with John Belton? And she has a three on toe. I'm sure she has help, but we don't, I guess we don't see that side. And um, and those people are a godsend, those people are angels. And uh, yeah. And we should, we should be hailing them a little bit more, but I think we're probably, you know, we don't, we don't like people knowing our, uh, our business in that sense. People, you know, I don't know. Moms but is like- it a
0: sense of like, why I, I would love to, I want to challenge that. I want to be like, what is it about staying? And I don't mean, I don't mean like every time you come on a story to say that you're at an event that you should also qualify it with, my no. children are in child, but why do we struggle to in a way that a man would never and I don't want to make this gendered however the system is still set up to be very much look at him go be a success and yes. the the unsaid known
2: truth of well his children are being cared for and looked after That that was the point that, you know, it was a journalist that said, after a day's work t- to me, you know, um, and and do you have do you have help? Who's minding the kids? And Alva, my sister, was in the car at the time. Would John ever be asked that question? You know, when he's there on the floor at the hotel and, you know, it's a, it's a busy day and, you know, he's, he's dealing with customers and he's dealing with guests and he's, you know, he, he's working. Um, would he ever be asked by a customer? Or, you know, if he was doing something for the hotel where he had to, you know, do... P. O. Related, or he had to, you know, give an interview about, you know, hospitality or tourism or the sector or whatever. Would he ever be asked? And, and John, can I just ask you, you know, do you have childcare? He would just never, never. It would never happen. It would never happen.
0: Yeah. It's the world we live in. You mentioned earlier that you got to do what you loved. You were talking about BO And you were talking about bringing people together and connecting people. Yes. And you lit up when you were like, "I got to do what I love." What is that? What is that? I think we're all trying to find our purpose. We're all trying to, I think, especially when kids come along and your time is so restricted and whatever action you do in your day. I don't know. I'm, I have this insane pressure at the moment where it's like, if I'm giving, if I'm giving my hours and my days to something, it kind of has to be, it has to be leading somewhere. Yeah. Because I just don't have the full 50, 60 hours <laughs> of the week that I, that I want What is it that you sat down that day with Sharon talking about bio and said, this is something, this is something that could be magic.
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, did we have a plan? Did we think we'd be here into our sixth year? No, it was something that happened really organically, really authentically. I know that's no help to anyone starting up a new business when when we say that, but I suppose, look, what's our why? Our why is um, we began I guess at a time where there was a wellness movement starting to happen in Ireland, but it hadn't trickled outside the pale. Dublin was kind of the hub for a lot of these kind of um, organized events, I suppose. Um, And I knew too many women, and as did Sharon, and we all do, women that we loved burning the candle at both ends and saying yes to everything and no to themselves. And, you know, it's cliche, it's that age old thing of, you know, you can't serve from an empty vessel, you know, self-care. And self-care wasn't really even a word at the time, you know, it's become obviously a buzzword now, but um, yeah, I think that was probably one of our very early taglines that, you know, that self-care wasn't selfish and and so we wanted to provide a platform for women initially it was one event um that sold out uh, we provided that but we're not experts in the field we just wanted to do something that we thought would make um, a difference and it was the feedback and it was the like we, we we love a good survey we'd send out anonymous surveys after every event that we hosted and and the feedback and the messages from people saying it came at a time in their lives when they really needed it um, or it was life. Some people said it was life changing. You know, they left a, a relationship that wasn't serving them or they left a job that whatever. Anyway, um, that brought more joy and, and gave us more of a buzz than, than anything we've done in the past. And I suppose that just, yeah, it, it kind of snowballed. So like we're learning every day, like, you know, and, and now we have this amazing little black book of people that have have come to BIO, have shared um, and we can call friends, and and you know, and it's just amazing. We've welcomed some of Ireland's leading health and wellness advocates, um, and and welcomed over sixty thousand women north and south of the border. So it's 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 become, I suppose, its own identity. We're quite, I guess, quite creative. Sharon would be very similar, and we're singing from the same hymn sheet in that we have six smallies between us under the age of, uh, you know, I think four, they're a little bit bigger now, but so it was, it was hectic. And bio was growing as our families were growing. And so we understood one another, you know, and that's why it, it continues to work, I suppose. On the days where I'm having a complete mare um, shit show, I pick up the phone, and I say, Sharon, you're going to have to pick up the slack. And she gets it, or she says, all three have chickenpox. Like this place is and um, you know you you need to attend that meeting whatever and um and it's worked you know we've just kind of passed the baton to one another and yeah I would encourage it like I know not all partnerships you know are, are as easy but um I think for, for that reason it has really worked for us and and yeah there's an understanding and um it's that thing when women get together you know amazing things can happen and I do believe that um and so here we are, and and yeah, lots planned for the next few months. Um, it's become our our baby. You know, it was our kind of our firstborn, and it's yeah, we're we're just so proud of it. But we don't switch off from it. Like, it it doesn't happen easy. It really doesn't. It's graft. It's blood, sweat, tears. Um, you know, the book stops with us. We're really a two woman, a two woman show. Now we've we've taken on a, a, an amazing girl in the last few months. Who's who's part of the team, and it was amazing to actually be in a position to hire someone full-time. Obviously, we've had people in the pop-ups and we've had, you know, speakers at the events and we've had people helping us along the way for days here and there, but to be able to hire someone full-time was amazing. Um, And to, you know, to start to pay ourselves, you know, salary, that's another leap.
0: The mother of all stretches, the pregnancy stretch, an incredibly unique time in our lives where we appreciate our bodies like never before. So how can we make sure we are giving our bodies what it needs to do this miraculous job of building our baby? How can we make sure we are getting the blend and balance of vitamin D, folic acid and omega-3 DHA right? Throughout both of my pregnancies, I trusted Ireland's number one pregnancy supplement from Vitabiotics, Pregnicare Max, because it's specifically formulated by experts to be the most optimal and comprehensive pregnancy supplement for maximum nutritional support. With 50 years of innovation in nutritional science, Vitabiotics have been pushing boundaries to help our families feel at their best. With products to suit all stages from preconception, pregnancy, postpartum, and family life, with Pregnacare, Well Kid, Well Woman, and Well Man, Vitabiotics have created a product to suit every stretch of family life. Vitabiotics want to look after you through their supplement range and by supporting this season of stretch marks. Food supplements must not replace a varied and a balanced diet and a healthy lifestyle and you should always consult your doctor or pharmacist before using. I always feel that things work out, you know, things, things work out, the universe kicks off when it feels like it's the absolute right thing for you. Like you spoke about the acting there and there was kind of, you know, there was waves of come and go but it didn't sit well in your soul it it wasn't it wasn't lighting you up and here you are in a situation where look business is rocky the pandemic the six the the birth of the six children etc like there's a lot of reasons why it shouldn't work but the you said there you know so many women who were burning the light of both candles and did you need bio did you need what bio was here to do 100% 100%
2: and yeah like it was back to that that time in my life where you know my my self-worth um yeah I I think you know I was I was lost for sure and like I've got to get emotional again because we lost our our dog Ruby um last week and that hit me like a ton of bricks because she was she was one of the ones that was there in that time when I really needed her. I needed Bio. I needed her. I needed to get out. I needed fresh air. I needed time in the outdoors. I needed to clear my head. And um, I had moved to Ennis. I'd let, left my support network. I'd left my family. I'd left my career. And John was so busy um, with work and I, I needed something. So Ruby was born. Bio was born all around that time. Um, and yeah and it, when she, when we lost her last week it really got me thinking about that time of my life again you know and she was a real savior but yeah, you know, I needed it yeah I needed it I needed to hear um I needed to hear people talk about you know turning adverse into advantage I needed to hear um from you know health and well-being experts and and yeah and we talk about the women around us but yeah I mean it, it starts with Starts with yourself, doesn't it? And now when I see the girls, um, and John is great at carving out that time. And, you know, a part of me would resent him when he comes in, you know, sweating after his joke, <laughs> like covered in, you know, spaghetti bolognese. And I'm like, you know, how do you do it? But, you know, the girls see him come in the door and he's looking after his health. And I can't but admire that. And and really, I want to be able to do more of it. And I need to. And I know that I still feel, Sinead, like that I'm in the eye of the storm at the moment. Um, And I haven't been putting my my self-care to the fore. Um, Because you're trying to keep a business going and you're trying to keep the house going. You're trying to keep the kids going, whatever. and trying to, you know, maintain your relationship with your partner as well, which is... That never gets spoken about. Like that is not easy. Ships in the night.
0: Yeah, with with a with a quite a, a generous sprinkle of resentment, I would say actually. <laughs> in in my world right now, we're recording this the weekend of the Masters, so I am just sick to the back teeth of how every every single response to a question I have somehow relates back to. <sighs> What time it's on at, or if his head is in his phone. I don't know, is it? Is it? I, I kind of in my head, it's like there's still an umbilical cord, mm. they are still somehow connected to my periphery. If I walk into a room, they follow. Yeah. You know, if, if I try to do something, they're on top of me, like he's out there, like he'd be cutting the grass, they'd be nowhere near him. <laughs> I mean isn't it gorgeous too Though
1: It's it so gorgeous?
2: gorgeous It is so gorgeous there's But there's it, but it's a truth
0: It's a fact Like they just like, They're they on us
2: When you're in it It's a different story But hearing you say that And I just have It's like a little Mother hen And her little You know It's just gorgeous Like And they won't be forever And the day they stop We'll Like our hearts will break I know They will break you know, They will absolutely break Talk and to me about so, three Three is a whole other. <laughs> <laughs> you're completely outnumbered. Like no, I mean, the biggest shock was one. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Big, the biggest shock is one, and then you're just yeah, you're just you're, you're riding it out. But whew, a three. Oh, I mean, I always wanted three. I came from a family of three, and so did John. So it it, it felt like you know that it, that was that was always the plan. I mean, we never spoke about it, and we didn't really plan. It was kind of a moment of madness in lockdown. <laughs> bottle of wine, I would say, but anyway, um, we are where we are.
0: <laughs> the universe took over. There was plans made,
2: because they're quite
0: close in age, like from the outside looking in, I'm, I'm forget about Bio. I'm like, how, how are you? How are you doing that? Very close in age.
2: Yeah, and and there's yeah a year and a half between each of them and hmm. um, so they're yeah like steps of stairs we were I think we were two years uh, the two years between myself and Alvin and two between Alvin and they and it was a great dynamic like the crack the crack like and they're my best they're still my best friends and they've always been my best friends and and um, to be able to give the girls that but when you're yeah in the early days it's total fog and a part of me you know I leave just She's in the middle, I total middle child. like I don't remember her being a baby, and you're like now she's still only three. And I'm like, how are you only three? Because I treat her the same, I suppose as Nora, you know, and um, how is she only three? You know I think she's like five. It's gas. So I don't know. um it it, it wasn't planned that way, but I'm so glad it 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 it's it's worked out that way, and we're so blessed, like Sinead, I mean, you know, I, we're just so blessed. i. We 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 did we never had, you know, an issue in, you know, when it came to um, getting pregnant and I I just count my lucky, lucky stars. But um, I, I think a part of me like we came from a very fertile family. <laughs> you know, all of my I think I have over, over 60 first cousins on my dad's side. Like, it's, so my dad as I said was one of 13 and all of his siblings had huge families. So, um yeah it, it's such again.
0: a massive network you must oh just God. do you think that's part of why connection and and gatherings and what can happen when people are are working together towards something yeah. do you think that has left something inside you that there's been such a tribe i suppose
2: yeah yeah i mean and 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 it's like family is so important and i suppose those values um, have really been instilled in us, you know, and, and I have a lot to thank mom and dad for, because yeah, that 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 sense of togetherness, I mean, I never felt like, you know, they, they weren't there or, uh, you know, a problem shared was always a problem halved, you know, communication was key that time around the table. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it was just always there and, and, and a sense of place, a sense of where we're from, Um, Grew up in Dublin in Castellanough, but we were always brought back to family and, you know, any long weekend. And that was no mean feat at the time either. Like I'd give out about, you know, spins up to Dublin with the girls now and it's two hours door to door, really. But they used to have to go through every town in Ireland. I think it took about five and a half hours to bring us to Clare, maybe more, maybe six hours to bring us to Clare. And they do it every long weekend, every holiday, every, you know... um, just so that we always had that, and I, I guess, yeah, I, I kind of owe it to them to keep that going, you know, that that sense of uh, of family and, and where we're from, that family tree, because they, yeah, they obviously made it a real point to to to, to do it and to make sure that it was it was kept alive.
1: That did
2: it, take,
0: did it take any
2: physical toll on you having three girls so
0: quickly? That amount, you know the pregnancies and the postpartums. You know, because there is obviously like, not to take it away from us, we are incredibly grateful for our fertility, but also recognition that that amount of hormonal roller coaster of, of, of birth and postpartum and pregnancy again, it can in such a short space of time. Have take its, its, its own physical toll on a, on a body that's also trying to do so
2: many other things. Of course. Um, and back to biovavi and Laura talking about matrescence. That was a term I had never heard of before. Had you heard about it before?
0: Yes, you I did a podcast did? in.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did oh. a fantastic episode in twenty
0: twenty one with a woman who called Layla, who runs a business called Nua Nua, which yes. supports women in their matrescence and in the acceptance of this transformation that's occurring, yeah. and. Uh, kind of uh, giving women permission that they they don't need to cling on to their old that they can actually step confidently and smoothly into this new version of themselves because it's often in that conflict of trying to hang on to everything while also taking on everything new where mm-hmm. we lose ourselves and we break in between Whereas mm-hmm. actually if we give ourselves that moment of space to say I'm changing yeah. this is this is it's not supposed to be easy instead of why am I failing?
2: Yeah. So with Honora, um, I think I probably, and certainly didn't realize it at the time, but I put myself under savage pressure. And I, like, I mean, I don't overthink things. That That's just my, again, it's just a coping strategy, Sinead, that I just kind of get on with it. And I'm a kind of glass half full person. And um, yeah, and I, I I tend to just, I, I wanted I certainly wanted kids was I maternal before I had kids definitely not um like would I be the person that gravitated towards kids in a room never um Alva was that as you know and and I just wasn't but I knew I wanted a family for sure it felt like you know the the next step and it wasn't until I had Honora um, that I realized what a mammoth mammoth thing having a child was and um, when I say I put myself under pressure, I wanted her to to enhance our lives for sure. And um, was I open to the idea that she would completely and utterly change our lives? Probably not. <laughs> and, and so for the first while and actually Alvin there had to kind of intervene and say, Aileen, just take a chill pill, like just you don't need to be open at it. I think I had a shoot booked in with night and day um, jewellery mm-hmm. a few weeks later. And I was adamant I was going to breastfeed and did, you know, for, for eight months with Honora, and, and longer with the other two. But like I, I was putting myself under pressure that, yes, I would work like mom would come. She would be outside the door if I needed to go out and feed. Uh, she would be there. And, um, and it was just like and I would be driving up and down the country with her and. And um, she would just come along for the ride and that would be it. And we just keep moving, keep going. You can't stop. Like, you know, we have a business, we keep going to the events, and Nora would just come. Um, and mom will be there and we'll be fine, we'll survive. It was just a lot. It was a lot, like, and um lockdown was probably the best thing for us. Uh, when we had leave, or yeah, leave on then in lockdown. Um, she was born just before it. And it 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 taught me how to slow down and how to actually. Yeah, just just, you know, give myself a chance. And I realized then how mad I was for the first, you know, for the first. Um, and I think Alva saw that and she probably learned a lot from that then. And she, you know, she gave herself that time. And, and it's a, it's you're so vulnerable. And it's such a pressure. And yeah, no matter how many people you talk to, how many books you read, nothing prepares you for it. Um and yeah, I, I, I just wish I, I wish I had kind of given myself that time from the get-go with Honora. Um, but I didn't. And yeah, and you live and learn. And then with with either, then I was in backwards mode. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because I mean with three you can't, you can't do anything. You just have to, you know and down the hatches and you know I think we got out for a walk but a few weeks in and I thought it was the best thing ever you know I was like oh my god we've conquered Everest and um, it totally changes you know uh, yeah the
0: more were you more- kinder to yourself
2: yeah totally I mean you know yeah the experience teaches you an awful lot um and yeah and like I guess I was I was more in tune to what what a mammoth task having having a child is and I think you know I I, I became very friendly with the midwives in Galway and I can't say enough about Galway they're just amazing and my doctor Una and um, Carmel Conley there the, the midwife in Galway she was just like she she sat me down um after Isla and I you know I was sprinting home like I don't know why but I was after having her and she was like you take The full three nights. And don't be (laughs) going straight. And I I was just, you know, I missed the girls or whatever. And uh, she said, don't move. Don't move out of that bed. And I took her advice. I stayed. And then when I went home, mom was there. And I remember her pulling out. John's amazing. But I remember her pulling out of the driveway after, you know, maybe she stayed with us for two more nights after I came home. And then she had to go home. And um, I remember just sobbing sobbing thinking how am I going to do this and I'd already done it with an or even but with three it just felt like I just can't cope I can't cope um it wasn't the whatever it is the third day blues is the second day blues or third day blues or whatever because it was after that but I was obviously very hormonal
0: yeah but um, well, I think again the that that's that's a bit like morning sickness do you know it hits yeah. us any time yeah. any day yeah. any trimester yeah like you know, yeah. we get kind of, oh, well, I escaped that day. So therefore, I, I, I can't I can't ever accept that this is hard from this moment forward. You know, like it's a lot. And the reality is a lot to, to sit down and count them and say, look, we're outnumbered now. Yeah. How are we going to do this? But you did do it. You do continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what stretch marks is about. That, you know, you think, how am I going to, how am I going to grow myself further than where I'm at right now you know how would you grow BO further than that idea on that page when they said you need your business plan girls you know Mm -hmm. like how are we going to get through this phase of feeling like this is as much as we can give and some somehow somewhere it just comes we can actually stretch further Mm -hmm. but it does unless we take care of ourselves and self-care is not selfish Unless we actually support ourselves, we can face a position of like the snap is the snap is right there. It's yeah. it's a yeah. daily threat, yeah, I'd love to give them more. I think of adults them, and I'd love to give them more. But am I stretched too far? Would it be an extra mark on, I know. I know. on and leave its leave its impact? Yes, you know, and and that's okay to say, like so many. Again, it goes back to us looking at these other women, going, "How are they doing at all?" And I'm sure there's like I'm. I will hold my hands up. I look at you, and I say, three little girls
2: under what f- are, is?" Honora was three. When I, yeah, when I arrived. Yeah, Honora. So yeah, yeah, three Hanora. under three.
0: She you know, three. that's to me. How are you not still
2: horizontal? We don't somewhere? like. We're not like so funny like, in know, a dark you're, room <laughs> you're there promoting sleep products sleep enhancing products yeah. and like the girls we have a mattress on the floor in our room and the girls are in every single night they're in um mom she joked like she came one night <laughs> to stay and isla's just isla's so funny like i, I just i I've given up reading, I've given up talking to Lucy, I've given up everything, I've tried everything, she just doesn't She just not. doesn't sleep, she just wants to have the crack at night and um, I was up and down the stairs like a yo-yo several times, we, we put her down and my mum was, you know, we're sitting on the couch and she'd cry and I'd go up, I'd give her the dodo, come back down the stairs, give it 15 minutes, she'd start crying again, I'd go back up, give her a little small top up, come back down again. <laughs> A few minutes later, she started crying. I said, "What is wrong with that child?" Will you just put a barrel on the side of the cot with a tit sticking out of it and let her suck away there all night for herself, so, like a like like a lamb or like a calf or whatever? But she mom came from a farm, so she said, that's what you need. In a barrel on the side of that lady's cot with a tit. Oh, so funny, so funny. But mom, I mean, I remember a song. You can read every book. I remember Darren went to Billy Barry when we were younger. And um, she learned this song and mom and dad used to just love it. Dad left school at, I think, 16. And he's a big believer in just letting common sense prevail. Mom is the same, you know, just a bit of cop on. You can't beat it. like. And if I pick up a child, you know, a child care book or, you know, a, I was reading this book, Raising Girls, you know, and I loved it. And I was telling mom about it. I said, I forget about that. Anyway. Um, it goes back to this song that Darren learned, and Mum and Dad used to make her perform it at every occasion because they just thought that is the secret. I'll sing a bit of it for you now. It was um folks like us don't make a fuss with schools of books or learning. Still they raised a family, doing what comes naturally. Doing what comes naturally. And it goes on and on. It's a full song about how you know you can sweat the small stuff, you can read every book, you can listen to every expert, but actually just go with your gut. Doing what comes naturally is the only way, isn't it? And
0: listening to other women say that it is as hard for them as it is for you and to not sweat the small stuff, to just keep going, to keep growing, to keep living well, to keep looking after ourselves. The only thing our children need is for us to be at our strongest and mm-hmm. our best, and to teach them how to take care of themselves in the face of adversity, because there's plenty coming for all of us. We can't avoid the challenges of life. We have to lean into them. Mm-hmm. We need, we need that community around us that are, act as the scaffolding so that we can all not fall over. For sure, for sure. That in our backs. Thank you so, so much. For the wisdom, for the conversation, for the for the invitation to to speak at Bio, to be there on that morning. Even if I wasn't speaking, to just be there on that morning with that panel was just to listen to it for all you do to inspire us but also remind us that we need to take care of ourselves first. It's been an absolute joy.
2: Thank it's you. Great. Thanks for having me.
0: Love, 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 loved that. Thank you, Aveen. You can find more about all the upcoming BO events at bowellness.ie. As always, tapping on or following or rating this show makes a huge difference. And if you listen, I'd love to know. So share and tag at Stretch Marks Podcast so I can see your feedback and comments. And I will talk to you again next week for our final episode of the
1: season.